hundred years. Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta get it done. No time for fun now. Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta move on. Those days are gone now. Mike Young, stories that need to be told. Sitting here with Stock Tip Dave as he drives me to work mediocrely. He's getting better at driving, but I must say he's not really aggressive and he doesn't understand the streets or the rules of the road. Anyway, we're driving through rivers in California. Nobody knows how to drive out here. Everybody's in a full panic just because of a little bit of rain. It's literally barely raining and it's there's traffic everywhere. People are honking and panicking. It's a joke. LA, get your head right, get your mind right. You know what I mean? It's just a little rain. Get aggressive behind the wheel. These cars are made to drive on rain, okay? They're not just made for streets. You know what I mean? Dave, you're doing good. You're getting better. You know what I mean? Dave's got a new car now. You know what I mean? It's clean. I'm not happy. Some dude took advantage of Dave, sat in his front seat, got dirt and dust all over his ground. I don't want to mention the guy, but he's a singer in a band. There's a guitar player. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know some, some band like on the East Coast. Some East Coast band. We don't need to name, name band names. Anyway, I'm on my way to work with Saget right now. La- last night, we were in the studio doing voiceovers for Bob Saget's Video After Dark show. We were doing uh, voiceovers from 9.30 in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. The show's coming out on ABC. I have to tell you. I think this is going to be a hit show. I'm not even kidding. I don't like to say stuff like that. But you know what? I'm from Detroit. I didn't know what I was going to be growing up. I didn't know where life was going to take me. You know what I mean? You don't know. All I knew as a kid was I loved comedy. I loved stand-up. I loved writing. And I just took that in my heart. And I just went out to L.A. And whatever happens, happens. All kinds of wild things have happened. But Especially yesterday, too. What happened yesterday? You mentioned. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was a great day. My boy, Sebastian, what up? My boy, Sebastian, who's killing the game right now, just on a high level. Everything needs to be high level. Every If everybody had a high level of care, look at it. As I say that, I look to the right, and there's two kids in vests, smoking cigarettes with a backpack, looking for a skateboard. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not high level, buddy. Just get your game right. You know what I mean? Look at you, droopy pants, bro. You're 17 years old. You're not getting a job. It's a ridiculous <laughs> look. Anyway, Sebastian was on Howard Stern yesterday. And Howard Stern, is Sebastian's on the couch. He's killing it. He's rocking it. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Cut right out. Cut us off, buddy. Go ahead. I don't even know what you look like, but I can guess what you look like just by your aggressive driving. Tinted windows. <laughs> So Sebastian's on Howard Stern, and Howard asks him, he says, uh, so some of the guys you came up with, uh, I'm sure you don't see them anymore, or maybe you do, and did, are some of the guys successful in different areas? And Sebastian goes, yeah, yeah, guys like Mike Young, and all of a sudden, boom, he throws my name out on Howard Stern. I love that. Howard Stern's got millions of listeners, viewers, fans. He's Howard Stern. And can I tell you something about the six degrees of separation of Howard Stern? Do you want to hear something? You're not going to believe this, Dave. You don't even know this. What's that? Or do you? I don't know. Do you know that my cousin is Mr. Skin? 
Do you know who Mr. Skin is on Howard Stern? No, I haven't listened to Howard Stern in at least five years. Okay, so Dave's not really with it right now either. He's not on his hip <clears throat> on his hip game. I know Baba Booey. <laughs> I know Fred. I know all the other characters. No, no, but those are the yeah, those are the guys on Stern. So six degrees of separation of Howard Stern. Somebody called me the Forrest Gump of Hollywood the other day because <laughs> you called me Forrest Gump also. Yeah, you got a, you got a Gump quality, but they said because I'm like I'm connected to so many different people in weird ways. You know, listen, life is. Life is just strange. There's a path that you take, and if you love people and you connect to people, you're going to meet a lot of different types of people, and you're going to be you're going to have connections that you don't know where they come from. But when I wrote and directed my Man Is a Loser for Lionsgate, which is now out out on iTunes and Amazon Prime, it's a great fun movie. My Man Is a Loser, watch it. When I did my Man Is a Loser, starring Michael Rapaport, Brian Callen, and John Stamos. Me and Rappaport went to the wrap-up show on Howard Stern. We were invited to the wrap-up show, mostly because of Rappaport. They've known him for years, and, you know, he's just, you know, the rest is history. After I did the wrap-up show with Michael Rappaport, he became a phenomenon on Howard Stern. I did that. (laughs) Yo, Mike, rap, I love you. I just went and saw you do stand-up comedy. You're great, a natural. I got. I put you on the wrap-up show. Of course, you could have got on your own through a publicist or this and that. How about Mike Young from Southfield, Michigan, from Detroit? You know what I mean? Who really came out here knowing nobody? I got you on that show. So we go on the wrap-up show, and all of a sudden, Rappaport's the biggest thing on Howard Stern. Is Mike Young going on Howard Stern? No. Should he go on Howard Stern? Absolutely. Does he have another connection to Howard Stern? Yeah. How about my cousin Michelle married Mr. Skin, who's a regular guest on Howard Stern? That's connection number two. Connection number three to Howard Stern that nobody knows about because I don't talk about because I'm not a gossip and I'm not a snitch. You ready for this? <laughs> What's that? You're not going to believe this. What is it? You ready for a single Mike Howard Stern connection? Sure. Benji... Great dude, writer for Howard Stern. He's a right. He's on Howard Stern. He's Howard Stern's writer. His name is Benji. Benji dates Elisa. This girl, Elisa. I think they're broken up now. But last year, the year before, he was dating Elisa. Elisa was a big thing on Howard Stern. Benji was in a relationship with Elisa. Everybody was telling Benji what to do. She was always on Stern. They were doing their thing together. I dated Elisa. I went out with Elisa. She's cool. I know her. She's super talented, piano player, funny, funny girl. I knew her. When I went on Howard Stern on the wrap-up show, Baba Bowie asked me before we went on, because he's one of the producers, he said, yo, I know you dated Elisa. Do you, we don't need to talk about it. Do you want to talk about it? Guess what I said? Because I knew I could have stirred up a whole thing. I could have used it as a thing. I could have like, you know what I mean? Created some controversy. You know what I said, bro? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to get into a gossipy mix of me dating her and now Benji's dating her. And I'm not into that. That's his girl now. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not wrecking somebody's relationship for publicity. And if you are the type of person that does that, you're lame. You're a whack person. You know what I mean? You got no spine. You got no soul. You know, I don't do that. 
So we're on Howard Stern and Benji and Elisa were going through a hard time. So he was actually asking advice on how on the show to me and Rappaport while we're on there about the girl that I used to date. Of course, all I did was give advice, single mic style, <laughs> you know what I mean? And try to like help him out because he actually is a sweet dude. And what no one knew was before I even went on Howard Stern, Benji was hitting me up on Facebook asking me questions about stand-up comedy because he was going to go do stand-up. Oh, that's fine. You know what I mean? So I already had a deep connection into Howard Stern, but I never used it. Now, some people would be like, well, you're an idiot, Mike. You should have used that. You should have got your publicity on that. What is that, Pupple? What does that mean? What is that publicity? I slept with Benji's girl before he did? What kind of thing is that? Is that a nice thing to do? Nah, Pete probably doesn't even want to hear about it. He doesn't want to hear about it. You know what I mean? I don't want to talk about it. But I will say there was a lot of comedy coming out because what I, I would listen to Stern and I would listen to Elisa talk about all this stuff. And on Stern, she was like, oh, I'm asexual and I'm not really into the guys and this and that. And I'm thinking, yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, into, you're into guys. You know what I mean? You did, you did things that girls are when they're into guys. You did things that girls do when they're into guys. You don't have to go on there and make things up. I mean, that makes me wonder how much is an act on Howard Stern then? Yeah, it should make you wonder. But I think she was just trying to protect herself because maybe she wasn't, like, sleeping with the dude a lot and just wanted to make up an excuse and say she was asexual. Yeah. But she's not asexual. She was not asexual. You just reminded me of us. A- at all. As a matter of fact, she was incredible at not being asexual. She's... She was awesome. So you just reminded me of the scene in um, Wayne's World where they go to meet Handsome Dan, and Handsome Dan's not handsome. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Handsome Dan not being handsome. It's just like... I wanted to like write a comedy song about called, like, You're Not What Your Picture Says You Are. <laughs> Nobody looks like their picture. It's a fact. You go on Instagram, you see these people. That's not them. That's them with caked-on makeup, proper lighting, perfect angles... Nobody looks like they're supposed to look. Exactly. Like I went on one of those one of those dating sites. Went on a date. And this girl showed up. She looked like she posted the picture from ten years ago. Oh yeah. And so she lied about what she actually looked like, and and she turned me down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> Dave went on a Dave went on a date with a girl who probably put on forty six pounds, looked nothing like her picture that she posted from ten years ago, and she shut Dave down. Dave, we got to get you going, bro. I'm going to get you something. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to tell you what I'm going to, you know what I mean? I got to put, we got to get, fix you. You know what I mean? But I know what it is. You, you're, and this is a good thing for you. I mean, it's nice that you do this, but sometimes I think you try to date above your pay grade. You're shooting for the stars, which is great. But then don't be upset when you get shut down by some girls. And listen, they're not above you. I'm not saying they're above you. I'm just saying... You're wearing half pajamas You know what I mean Half your clothes don't fit You're coming with a hat pulled down over your face And you can't see driving You're a great person You're very smart But you gotta clean it up If you think you're gonna get these girls No well You know what I mean You're getting reference to a morning ride right It wasn't leaving my car It doesn't matter Life is Life is what it is When you wake up When you go to bed When you're at the club Listen bro You sat in the booth with us at goal the other day You look like a heroin addict you were you you had a sweatshirt. You, it was six cold. sizes too big. 
It was covering your hands. Not you were scratching your arm. It was perfect size. It was just like 30 degrees in goal. I don't know, man. Listen, I'm trying to help you. We already tried to get you the new clothes last year. I got a you, bunch of new clothes. I was wearing stuff. Are you was, wearing them? It was just 30 degrees in there, so I was rubbing my arms. I, I know. How tall are you? 5'4". You're 5'4". But I know you're athletic. I just believe you when you say you can hit a three-pointer. You're good at pop a shot. Yeah. You can dribble. I actually believe that you're a decent athlete. Is this true? Yeah, Slick Rick, can, Slick Rick has seen it. He's seen it? Where did he see it? The uh, basketball court on La Cienega and Melrose, I think. Okay, so you went outside, you shot. Are you better than Slick Rick at basketball? I mean, he could probably push me up, but as far as him guarding me, I would dribble past him and shoot over him. All day. Does he have any athletic skills um, as a basketball player? It's okay if he doesn't, Dave. Don't, I don't be scared. Think he does. He's just bigger, so he probably would just pose me. Right, he's strong. Okay, you gotta start aggressively driving on some level. Just start paying attention. Um So yeah, just just you know, I'm not telling you not to go for the girl, because listen, I'm six two, I'm I'm decent looking, I got a couple chipped teeth, you know what I mean? Both my eyes don't match perfectly, but I got game. Because I learned my game in Detroit growing up. You grew up in Southfield, Michigan. And I'm going to say it like this. You could take this however you want. But I went to school in a mixed school. Black kids, white kids, Arabs, Christians, Jews, punk rock, rock and roll. I say this all the time. I grew up in a melting pot. The black kids that were I was friends with growing up, they were advanced as far as girls went. And my boy, Vince... I don't want to put him on blast, but right now he's the director of Nike marketing for Nike basketball. He's 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 the king of basketball. He'll tell you the who's going to go pro in the next five years. He's he runs Nike basketball. When Vince was in seventh eighth grade, he could talk to a thirty year old woman, and she would want to take him home. Now it's illegal for her to do that, but Vince was so smooth, and I would just sit back and witness and take literal notes on what was going on. In my neighborhood And I would see Vince Spit his game to women At the pizza parlor And I said You know what This is A game of no fear Of total swag Just believing in himself Because Vince Ended up being An amazing athlete And going into What he liked You're trying to jump in Dave What are you going to say This is this is what you're You just read the book Power of Now About living in the moment And you're not living in the moment You're living in the future To say something What are you going to say Well since you're talking about Nike And Vince That basketball tournament You took us to In October One of those kids Is projected to be in the top five Of the draft And we were actually talking to him The kid sitting next to us Or the kid who was playing um, One of the kids I was playing Is going to be like The number five pick In the draft this year That we watched on the Nike Rooftop basketball game Okay, so there you go. Good connection to Vince. Don't ever interrupt me again. But good connection. Um, but my point is, spit your game, bro. Spit it. You know what I mean? Like, say what you want to all these girls. I'm not kidding. Compliment them. Be nice to them. Say whatever. Have no fear at all. Go get their number. Because I'm telling you, Dave, one of these girls is going to stumble upon. They're just going to stumble into your bed. By accident. They're not even going to know what happened. They're going to be so stunned that a five foot four Jewish kid from Florida with baggy pants dressed like a heroin addict is going to hey, take them home. They're not going to know what happened. That's not true. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> no, you, you don't. Hurricane you don't. Dave. Hurricane. Hurricane. <laughs> Hurricane Dave. It's an accurate portrayal of my wardrobe. Yeah. Listen, you look, you look fine. But I'm just saying... 
Get your, I love that you have that confidence, but stop being so disappointed if something doesn't work out, okay? Just chalk it up as an, as an L. You gotta, you gotta get 50 L's before you get a W, all right? I've, I've had, listen, I'll be real. I have been with many girls in my life, and it's because I've tried to be with way, way, way more. I don't care. I say what I want. Life is short, bro. Say what you want. Just be nice, be cool, but be confident. Shake the nerves. Look at it as humor. You know what I mean? Be funny. With girls like funny. Funny is money. You know? Dave, we're in the middle lane again, buddy. No, but just think about it. Shake it up. You know? I think we're going to be okay, but, you know, it's, it's, what time is it? 9.40? I got 20 minutes to get to the office. Um, anyway, speaking of having game, spitting game, growing up in a mixed neighborhood... Uh, yesterday, I had a talk with DJ Hurricane, the Beastie Boys DJ. We want to do the story of Jam Master Jay. We got Jay's life rights through his family. I'm doing the show with his kids, TJ and Jesse Mizell. TJ Mizell, Jay's son, is a DJ for Little Pump, DJ for ASAP Ferg. He travels the globe just like his dad, DJ. He's dope. And these are awesome kids, man. And I knew Jay very well. And Jam Master Jay was not just a legend because of his name, but he was a legendary personality, man. I never met anybody cooler with more swag in pressure moments. Like, it just, like, taught me a whole swag lesson. You know what I mean? Like, everybody should go to swag camp. Jam Master Jay had swag, and he was incredible at his craft. So I talked to Hurricane, who grew up with Jam Master Jay, and they came up together in Hollis, Queens. And at the time, Hurricane was a stick-up kid. He was a he was a guy, you know he he, he lived that street life, and Jay was could have easily been in that life. So I want to tell the story of the two best friends coming up in Hollis, and one of them's in the street hard, and the other one has potential to go into this what's about to be a super group. And I want to tell their story in a 10-part series. So we're talking about that right now. I'll keep everybody posted on that. But it's a sick story. And Hurricane's a cool dude, man. I met him and his wife. We all went to dinner the other night. I had a date with me. You know what I mean? She was so she was real cool. She could hang with... If you bring a girl out and she's hanging with some friends of yours that are not from the same socio status, whatever, social, social background, and that she can hang... You got to chalk that one up. You got to put a check mark on that. You know, if you got a girl that can hang, that's what you want, fellas. You want a girl that can blend in and hang with any situation and she's got your back. Okay. And I hang with all types of different characters because I just love people. And my girl's going to have to be able to hang in any situation. I got to be honest, this girl held her own. I'm, I'm happy to say. We'll see what happens from there. I'll probably ruin it quickly on some level, but. It is what it is. Anyway, I want to do this story with Kane. So we're starting to talk to, uh, you know, we got Jay signed off. Jay's family signed off. And, you know, rest in peace, Jay. His, you know, he was murdered. And his documentary about his life is on Netflix right now. So the timing is pretty amazing for his story. But we just need to get Run from Run DMC. He needs to sign off and just not give us any problem. You know what I mean? Like, we want to do the story. Run. Just... Let us go, buddy. You're going to be a character potentially at the end of this series. We want to do the whole series leading up to Run DMC. 
but we're not trying to do the Run DMC story. So just let us breathe. Don't call a lawyer. I don't want to. I don't want Russell Simmons calling me. I, I got nothing to say. I'm just trying to tell a story. You know what I mean? Everybody in this town, in this business, sometimes their egos are way out of whack. You know? And like I think being from Detroit, one of the things you see, you see people in Detroit with big money, low ego, big lives, humble people. And that's the way I think people should be. You know what I mean? I'm not into the flashy shit. I'm not into like Dan Gilbert that says spectacle makers. Don't be a spectacle maker. Stay in the cut. Do your thing. But knock on wood, everything goes smooth with the story for Jay and we see what happens. Um, obviously, I, I could update you a little more on some funny things that have happened. Like when people know you're a writer and you've done a couple things. And listen, I'm not a big time writer. I'm a scrappy writer. I'm like, you know what I mean? People call me. I don't know where the money comes from sometimes. You know what I mean? I've done, I've written movies for guys that pay a lot of money. I don't ask where the money comes from. I don't care. I just want to do the job. But my point is, I also got a call from Kim Kardashian's first husband who wants to tell his story. And he's a music producer. Damon Thomas is his name. And he wants to tell his story about life with them and life and, you know, dealing with death row records. He's a music producer who sold millions of records, produced big, big hit records and uh, wants to tell a story. So I told him we got to get a, a treatment together and really, you know, focus because what nobody understands about writing is you have to write. You can't just walk into a room usually and just think you're going to sell your thing. Hold on, Dave. There's nothing I can do. No, All but, things are the same. No, but are they? Look at that deep left. Look, hey, but these, the, the lane next to me isn't even moving. They're stopped at a green light. Should we bust a right and a left? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to stress you out, bro. I mean, I'm I just, can go uh, right. I don't think it'll what do you think? You think much it'll... of a difference. <laughs> we'll just have to get back into the traffic. You know what you do? You do a right, and then you do a hard left. Like, like is that... Like, like you got to pay attention. That's a long alley right there. That was a half-mile-long alley. That's where you make those lefts. Dave's upset right now, but... He has to understand I'm from Detroit and don't, I'll, I'll drive. You know what I mean? I'm a driver. Driving's my thing. You know, you just got to focus. Laser focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an idiot. Um, anyway, that's just, I just wanted to give you an update. Mike Young, Stock Tip Dave. I'm rolling to the office with Saget. Yesterday we did videos after dark voiceovers for 12 hours. It's awesome because I'm just sitting there going over the scripts with Bob, but Bob has to physically do this. So I just want to let people know it ain't easy. Bob is playing every single character in all these videos and it is just, it's a lot on his voice. So he needs, hopefully he comes in today with some voice rest and it's all, you know, and, and we keep it going and we just keep plowing forward. But it's a lot of work. That being said, you get out what you put in and we are putting in real work here and Bob is crushing it. And I expect Videos After Dark to be a hit show for ABC. And I can say, hey man, I am so proud and grateful that I'm on a number one show on a network. And it hasn't even come out yet and I'm talking like that. But that's how it is. Visualization, imagination, do it all. I woke up today reading that book. Kevin Connolly got me to read this book called um, On Mental Toughness. Dave, did you read it? No, 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 not yet. You got to get it. 
We got to get this book for you, bro. It's incredible on mental toughness. All about high-level executives, high-level athletes. What's their mental game? What's their cognitive fitness like? And it's just like you wake up ready to go. You know what I mean? And I recommend it. Of course, I'm only three-quarters of the way through. Look at that girl acting like it's not raining. Anyway, Mike Young, stories that need to be told. At Stock Tip Dave on Instagram. At the real Mike Young on Instagram. At stories that need to be told on Instagram and iTunes and Stitcher. All things comedy. Look me up. Find me. Go on bobsaget.com to find where I'm going to be performing. Next week, Saget and I are in Tacoma, Washington. The following week, we are at the San Jose Improv. All right. Everybody have a great week great weekend it's thursday the rain's gonna clear up today at four and it's done you know that right today's clearing up it's last day of rain last day of rain last day of rain five day rainstorm floods everywhere people are freaking out freaking out mudslides freak slides everybody's losing it it's just rain la get your head right anyway (laughs) we'll talk to you later that was a 25 minute pod take me back when I was a kid, take me never back had now. to worry about what I did. The one time I'm a man two. now, check it now. Gotta the get it down, no time getting down now. now. Take me back uh, when I was a one, kid, two. never had to worry take about what back. I did. Coming back for you, but I'm a man now.